Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of drug interactions from the pharmacology section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with an overview. We'll go over a list of the main P450 inducers and the main P450 inhibitors. The main P450 inducers that you should remember for the exam are St. John's wort, phenytoin, barbiturates, rifampin, griseofulvin, carbamazepine, efavirenz, modafinil, cyclophosphamide, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and char-grilled meats along with ethanol. The main P450 inhibitors that you should remember are tricyclic antidepressants, fluoroquinolones, keto and itraconazole, amiodarone, quinidine, PPIs, cimetidine, diltiazem, verapamil, isoniazid, SSRIs, grapefruit juice, protease inhibitors or PIs, NNRTIs, ritonavir, and valproic acid. Next, let's discuss the concept of sulfa drug reactions. Patients who have sulfa or sulfonamide allergies will have a wide range of allergies to the following sulfa drugs. These are trimethoprim or TMP, sulfamethoxazole or SMX, sulfasalazine, sulfonylureas including tolbutamide and glipizide, sumatriptan, silicoxib, furosemide, thiazides including hydrochlorothiazide, probenicid, fosamprenavir, acetazolamide, and mefenide. Reactions include agranulocytosis, fever, fulminant hepatic necrosis, hemolytic anemia, puritic rash, Stevens-Johnson syndrome, thrombocytopenia, toxic epidermal necrolysis, and urticaria. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question. A 64-year-old woman presents to the emergency department with a one-hour history of shortness of breath and chest pain. She said that the symptoms came on suddenly and that the chest pain is worse when she tries to take a deep breath. Her past medical history is significant for a previous deep venous thrombosis for which she was taking a blood thinner. She also has diabetes, hypertension, hyperlipidemia, and partial seizures which are treated with metformin, lisinopril, atorvastatin, and carbamazepine and valproic acid respectively. Which of these drugs is most likely responsible for causing this patient's blood thinner medications to fail? 1. Atorvastatin, 2. Carbamazepine, 3. Lisinopril, 4. Metformin, or 5. Valproic acid. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 2, carbamazepine. This patient who is experiencing pleuritic chest pain and shortness of breath most likely has a pulmonary embolism. 
increased metabolism of warfarin due to P450 induction by carbamazepine would have predisposed this patient to a thromboembolism event. Remember, the cytochrome P450 system is a group of liver enzymes that are responsible for the metabolism of diverse drugs. One of the most important drugs regulated by the P450 system is the blood thinner warfarin, which is often used for prophylaxis of thromboembolic events. P450 inducers will therefore increase the metabolism of warfarin and decrease drug effectiveness. In contrast, P450 inhibitors will increase circulating levels of warfarin that may result in bleeding events. Relevant P450 inducers include St. John's wort, phenytoin, barbiturates, rifampin, griseofulvin, carbamazepine, efavirenz, modafinil, cyclophosphamide, and ethanol. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, atorvastatin, is also a substrate of the P450 system, but would not lead to induction or inhibition of warfarin metabolism. Answer choice 3, lisinopril, does not interact with the cytochrome P450 system, so it would not affect warfarin metabolism. Answer choice 4, metformin can suppress the effects of other P450 inducers, but would not directly lead to the induction of the P450 system. And finally, answer choice 5, valproic acid is a cytochrome P450 inhibitor and would increase the effect of warfarin rather than decreasing its effect. In summary, cytochrome P450 inducers include St. John's wort, phenytoin, barbiturates, rifampin, griseofulvin, carbamazepine, efavirenz, modafinil, cyclophosphamide, and ethanol. Next question. A 75-year-old female patient comes to the emergency department with altered mental status. She is brought in by her daughter with whom the patient lives. The patient's daughter said they were watching TV when her mother became unresponsive. On exam, the patient withdraws to pain but does not open her eyes or speak. An emergent head CT is done and shows an intracranial bleed. The patient is moved to the ICU and intubated. Further history is obtained from the daughter. The patient has a past medical history of diabetes and a previous stroke. Her medications are metformin and warfarin. The patient is compliant with all of her medications. The daughter says that the patient changed her diet about one month ago in response to a diet she saw on a talk show. Which of the following foods is most likely to cause the pathology seen in this patient? 1. St. John's wort 2. Chili peppers 3. Grapefruit juice 4. Spinach or 5. Green tea And the correct answer choice is answer choice 3. Grapefruit juice. This patient likely has a warfarin-induced bleed because of a recent addition to her diet. Grapefruit juice inhibits the CYP450, specifically CYP3A4, which leads to increased potency of warfarin and a higher INR. Remember, warfarin is a potent anticoagulant that is very susceptible to drug-drug and drug-food interactions because it is metabolized by the CYP450 system. The CYP450 system has a number of inducers and inhibitors. 
inducers of the CYP450 system lead to increased metabolism of warfarin, placing the patient in a prothrombotic state and at increased risk for clots. Conversely, inhibitors of the CYP450 system, such as grapefruit juice, lead to decreased metabolism of warfarin. This potentiation leads to an increase in warfarin's effect and places the patient at increased risk for intracranial bleeding. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, St. John's wort is a potent inducer of the CYP450 system, which would lead to a hypercoagulable state due to the increased metabolism of warfarin. A patient taking St. John's wort would be more predisposed to clot rather than bleed. Answer choice 2, capsaicin, found in chili peppers, has been found to be an inducer of the CYP450 system and would lead to increased clotting in patients who are taking warfarin. Answer choice 4, spinach, is very high in vitamin K and thus antagonizes the effect of warfarin. A patient consuming high quantities of vitamin K would be in a prothrombotic state. And finally, answer choice 5, green tea can contain high quantities of vitamin K. Vitamin K antagonizes the effect of warfarin, so a patient consuming green tea would be expected to clot rather than bleed. In summary, inhibitors of the complex CYP450 system, for example grapefruit juice, sulfonamides, amiodarone, etc., will potentiate the effect of warfarin and place patients at a higher risk of bleeding. And that's all for this review about drug interactions. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.